place where I talk, you talk, and we talk about shows. We are back with another episode of The Passage, this time episode three, and so much has gone down, so much. Like, I am conflict. What happened? I feel like episode one and two, we were getting the groundwork of what was going on. We knew who was on our side. We knew who wasn't. And now episode three just threw us for an entire curveball. And I feel bad for the enemies. And I feel like I shouldn't feel bad for the enemies. But I do. But I do. And now I don't know what to do. But I'm glad that you are here with me so that we can break this down together and figure out what exactly uh, did we just see? What exactly did we just see? But first and foremost, guys, we have to talk. Because clearly, I don't know the names of these characters. It's been three episodes and I am still confused my brain and my ears hear one thing but google is telling me another and then i rewatch the episode and then the names are different so okay just for the next couple episodes on bear with me okay because i've already canceled myself from calling jonas the actor's name so i'm 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 on life support now because clearly i haven't gotten anyone's name right in the last two episodes, this is episode three, they say third time is the charm. Let's pray that this means that, that I will be able to get all the names correct from here on out. Hopefully. I doubt this. I strongly doubt this. But hopefully. I mean, feel free to check me on Twitter if I've gotten any of them wrong. Because I love all these characters so much that it kills me inside as well that I can't get their names right. So, <laughs> let's continue. Let's see if I can actually get through an episode calling them all by their correct names. Hopefully. So, we're going to test this out with the quick recap of episode two and what actually went down to lead us into episode three. That never should have happened to you. Now, what looks like is going to be the trend for episodes throughout this season and going forward is that we're going to see both sides of what's going on in Project Noah as well as what's going on with Brad and Amy. Now, of course, because of what happened at the end of episode two, these might overlap a little bit um, as we work more within the facility. But as of episode two, it's still separate on what actually is going on and the side of what's right and what's not. So with Project Noah, we got to see a little bit more backstory in Jonas and why Project Noah has started for him and why he funded so much into it and where Tim came along. Where did Tim come from and how did that mess us all up for the future? <laughs> because before Tim turned into a vampire, it turns out he was actually the financial backing for Jonas to be able to fund Project Noah in order to look for a cure for his wife who has Alzheimer's. Now this is where your heart starts breaking for the scientists because they started off well. We thought that they were gonna cure possibly cancer. I mean is that not what we always want to do is cure things and make the world a better place and instead Jonas ended up losing control over what he started 
probably because he didn't have the financial backing on his own and instead had to turn to the government for that funding as per Tim's insistence. And now he is just seeing the effects that that has caused. This, of course, being the fact that the Research Center and Project NOAA in general is willing to risk a child in order to find a cure for the virus that is spreading and slowly coming over to America and taking over the entire world and so on. But that is a big price to pay for something that you started off with just a good notion of healing people and protecting your wife and changing the world to now questioning your ethics and what it means to be the researcher, scientist, slash possible doctor that you are. Speaking of the child they are willing to sacrifice to save the entire world, Amy and Brad were still on the run from Project Noah after everything that had gone down, and Brad and Amy forming a bond into what is known as the family we see today on screen. And with everything that's going against them, with Brad being hurt, with Project Noah literally being on their coattails as they are running, they are still able to find support and protection from those around them. One of them being Lacey, Brad's old mentor from when he used to serve, is actually providing not only shelter for Brad, but also willing to risk her life to release the truth in what Project is doing. Not only will that set Brad and Amy free, it'll take all eyes off of them, but it will also shed light onto what Project Noah is actually doing and possibly protect another child from being abducted, because let's be honest, Amy was abducted, into going into the program. And for a while, everything was going great. Project Noah didn't know where they were. Amy and Brad were finally safe. Lila was able to come down and be part of the group of Brad, Amy, Lacey, and them together and make a plan on whether or not Brad was just to go to Canada to save himself or be a part of a bigger change and force against Project Noah. It was going great for so, so long until... Clark was able to find and track Lila to the cabin that they had been hiding out in and we lost Lacey. She was shot down by Project Noah because they're ruthless killers and <laughs> sorry I'm still bitter but uh, they were able to kidnap Amy and Brad once more. Now, of course, we were worried because that's where it left off and we don't know what was going to happen to Brad if he was going to die or if Amy was just automatically going to be fed to the vampires. And that's where we get into episode three. What happens to Brad and Amy after they've been finally taken in by Project Noah? There was a lot leading up to it, honestly, but we knew in the trailers and we knew in the previews and the promos that Amy was going to be taken in eventually. So we had to expect it. But everything that happened in this episode specifically changed some things up. It was a little bit of a game changer for me in who I should trust, who I shouldn't trust, and who I feel bad for. I, I feel bad for the enemies. I, I said it before and I'll say it again. I feel bad for some of the vampires 
And let's break that down. Um, a lot of the focus in this week's episode focuses on Shauna, one of the vampires that is under F- Tim's wing. Yeah, I went there. You see that? And uh, also, what is going to happen next? What's going to happen next with Brad and Amy if they're going to get out? And also, what is going on with Lila? She did escape from Project Noah and was the only one to escape after Brad and Amy got caught. So now, with the information that she has, we get to see what she's going to do with it. So because our focus really is on Shauna and everything that happened to her and what led her to where she is now, we're going to break it off that way. We're going to focus mainly on Shauna and then we will slip into what is going on with Brad and Amy and how that ties in with everything. Now, poor Shauna has had it rough. She's had it rough when she was alive. She has it even more rough as a undead immortal vampire. She clearly can't get a break and it shows because after defending herself from the a-hole that was her guard in episode two, Project Noah and its group has decided to put her down because she's now a liability. She has created the first kill in the past three years since they started the project and that means that they could either be forming a more violent streak they might have a possible behavioral issue that might expand as they become one with the virus that's going through them who knows and so of course they decided to put her down now clark on the other hand he actually agrees, which to me is shocking because you can tell that there is something going on between the both of them. And it's even more shocking that Dr. Nicole actually agrees as well because she can see it. Now, I don't know if she was agreeing because she's jealous of Clark and Shauna's relationship or because she knows that it's better for the project as a whole and their success rate. Now, even with that in mind, some people still have questions, one of those being Jonas. He believes that Shauna and Tim are having conversations with one another and that some of her actions are actually signs that she is more aware of things than we think that she is, which right on because he is correct because Tim is actually encouraging her to use the powers that she's been given in this new body that she has to save herself, save her life, stop the execution from happening. And one way that she decides to do this is to telepathically connect with Clark. He is the closest guard or scientist or whatever that she has within the facility and more likely to actually listen to her and want to protect her from the bond that they have together. This is a very big moment because this is the first time we've seen one of the vampires interact with someone while they weren't sleeping, while they weren't dreaming. She's actually able to connect with Clark while he's still awake. Now, although he goes into a trance-like form, he's still in some sense conscious of where he is or he's not fully asleep that the way that Tim interacts with his subjects. So it could turn out that Shauna's actually a lot stronger than we think, and that might mean that Amy is actually a lot stronger than we think as well, which will be a great thing to see as we move on throughout the season. 
So far from what we can see from Shauna's powers and how far it can reach, however, is that she's able to show Clark her life and everything that's happened to it that led her to where she is now. Now this is where I feel for Shauna, I really do, because at first I thought she was just a girl on death row who killed both of her parents, a classic, you know, and just fell into the wrong crowd with Tim, but, you know, enjoyed the power, enjoyed everything that came with it. But now seeing everything that that brought her to where she is now, my heart goes out for her because she deserved better. And I even went as far as say, hashtag save Shauna on Twitter because the dude that she killed, honestly, karma, that's what he gets. And I don't think that Shauna should suffer from it after everything that she's been through. She's been continuously let down by the people closest in her life. And now I can understand her motives in following Tim and going down the path that she's going for the rest of the season because she finds some kind of comfort in Tim. So far, he's been the only one that she can trust. And in that, she just continues to follow what he says and what he wants from her even if it's not necessarily the right choice. Some of the things we discussed in Shauna's history this episode was a bit triggering, so I hope you guys did take into account the rating system I acknowledged last episode and that it is 14 and up and that you were prepared for what went down. I actually applied this show, this book, um, the network in general for letting this show acknowledge sexual assault and the effects that it can take mentally on you and how having a proper support group and those who are there for you and willing to protect you can change the outcome of someone's entire life. Because Shauna has been betrayed in more ways than one this episode. Because not only was she assaulted repeatedly from her stepfather at the age of eight, at such a young age, to then find out that her mother knew the entire time. And instead of being there for her, as a mother should, in, or anybody should, and instead of protecting her and standing by her side, she decides to stand by her stepfather stand by Danny's side and instead tell her she should have said no as if this was some easy feat that she could do at the age of eight years old when someone you're supposed to trust is hurting you in such a way just drives me insane so as I'm literally tearing up watching this show and filled with anger I finally understand why she decided to kill her parents and everything that led up to it, especially when she tried time and time again to rise above her circumstances, to save money, to move to LA, and to be a special effects artist, just to have everything crumble as it has, and to see where she is now, it killed me. I felt my heart went out to her so many times. So many times. I can't say that more, that I felt for Shauna so much this episode. And there was even a point where she was talking to Tim and she said, maybe it's time for me to give up. And I was literally screaming, no, Shauna, no, <laughs> you deserve better. And luckily, luckily, bless our hearts, Clark actually came through. And after seeing everything that's happened to her and confirming that she is telling the truth, 
he stops the execution and it gives Shauna another day either to plot her revenge against everything that's happened to her or to you know see where this new body and this new life will take her if she's even able to escape Project Noah. So now you see, now you see why I'm so conflicted because now I'm in love with Shauna. I love her so much and I love her spunky attitude and how she's here to protect her friends and be strong and survive everything that she's been through. But she's working with Tim and I can't trust Tim. I, I can't. I, I don't trust his motives. I don't, I don't know what he's planning to do. I don't like the fact that he's willing to connect with a child to accomplish what he's doing. I, I don't like it. I, I don't like it, which means I can't like Shauna, but I'm really hoping she changes. Um, the more she interacts with maybe Clark, if she's able to interact with Amy or other people within the facility, maybe she changes her ways, but only time can tell. <laughs> and until then, I, I guess I'm still rooting for her. At least this episode, I'm rooting for her because she needs it. She needs it so much. So that's kind of one of the major aspects of this show that we addressed this episode. What's going on with Shauna? What does it mean that she's able to evolve her powers as much as she has? Does she have more powers that we don't know of? And maybe we should be thinking about the inmates that are within this facility that we, we've brought into this project, that there's more to them than we think. Brad, of course, is starting to see this and he's actually feeling guilty in the 12 plus men and women that he's brought over here, not knowing what's going to happen to them and worrying the same fate is going to happen to Amy. He goes digging into what Project Noah is, what Tim is as a ground zero for what is happening to the rest of them. And He's been warned continuous times to protect Amy from Tim, but until they're able to find their way out and remove the tracker, whatever it is that's within Amy's neck, they are still at risk to Tim's methods of persuasion and maybe even more than that. I want to know what his connection to Greg, the janitor is or monitor, because he seems to be able to control Greg at least a little bit more in that they've had conversations and contact with each other longer. So that might mean that Tim's power over him is stronger. And now that Tim's coven is seeming to get bigger, the more his blood is being infused into others, he's getting stronger. We don't know what that pull is going to do to Greg or others in general. Could he be able to control their body as well as their mind? Could he make them do things that they wouldn't naturally do on their own? To the point that he would be able to escape and take over the world and make it a quote unquote better place the way that he's been preaching for so long? We don't know. And that just makes me more worried over the power that he might have over Amy. She's very strong and very powerful in what we can see so far, but she's still just a child. And that's something that we have to continue to think about. Brad may be able to protect her, but for how long? To what extent? 
a good show always leaves you with so many questions and wanting more by the end of the episode and I feel like this show really does that for me in that I always want to know what's going to happen next I can't wait till next week to figure out what happens to see Shauna and Amy interact to see if that's going to be a good thing or bad thing to see more interactions between Amy and Anthony because I think I love their little bond I mean can we adopt Anthony is that okay because I'm worried about him in the promo so far and uh, I think we need him on our side I think he'll be a good ally for us if we can get him but overall I'm really excited in seeing how far this episode can go what boundaries they're going to push in current events that we're learning today when it comes to assault what we're gonna learn about who they are as people and inmates and I, I don't know. I just, I love it so much. And I hope you guys loved it as well. Um, I hope you liked this episode. What did you guys think? Did you like it? Did you like seeing characters that we didn't think were going to interact with each other interact? Like, I loved seeing Shauna interact with Clark directly, especially with the bond that they have. I love seeing Anthony and Amy interact together. It's, it's cute to me. I want to adopt him. He's cute. Um, I liked seeing... Jonas actually understand that there is a warning coming. Tim is warning them of a battle that's going to be coming and no one's listening to Jonas now, but it's about time he takes back his facility. And I hope to see that happen in future episodes and I'm excited to see it because I think Jonas could fix Project Noah into something better. So, you know, fingers crossed there, but we'll see. We'll see. And I hope you come back to this podcast to react with me and what goes down from here on out but until then if you like this episode if you like me continue to share it with your friends share it with your family share it everywhere and keep the conversation going with me on twitter with the hashtag showtalkpodcast or on my website showtalk.blog if you guys want to know more about new shows that are coming out that i will be releasing or just how to get in contact with me more i don't know but like always Keep talking.